You are listening to KaneCast, a podcast that provides commentary on the economy and financial markets by the Kane Anderson Rudnick Investment Management Team. Hello, this is Jordan Greenhouse, Senior Managing Director with Kane Anderson Rudnick, and with me today I have John Christensen, Portfolio Manager and Senior Research Analyst of the Kane Anderson Rudnick Small Cap Core Portfolio. John, thank you very much for your time and being here today and providing your insight to our listeners. John, let's start with the equity markets have performed extremely well during the fourth quarter in stark contrast to the first quarter of 2020. With the election now behind us and the first phase of distribution of COVID-19 vaccine taking place, are there any changes you anticipate making with relation to the portfolio? Yes, the, the market has certainly been a tale of two cities, so to speak, as we've navigated through the COVID-19 pandemic and all the volatility has come along with it. Q1 was one of the worst markets the Russell 2000 index has seen, and Q4 was the best it has ever seen. Uh, In between Q2 and Q3, we're heavily weighted towards favoring lower quality companies, which does create some headwinds for us as investors in higher quality businesses. So now here we are in early 2021 with the election behind us, as you said, and the beginning of hopefully multiple vaccines that should get to most of our population by summer. In regards to our portfolio, our mandate is clear and consistent. Finding great businesses that in the long run can sustain and grow the competitive advantage and flow through to their superior financial returns and ultimately higher share prices. You know, we're always looking for structural changes in our economy and world. And that creates new investment opportunities as well as impacts some of our current holdings. Markets will have their violent up and down periods as short-term events and news get interpreted at lightning speed. Our goal is to keep out the noise while not ignoring impactful issues and focus on the long-term when looking at our companies. This market has afforded us the opportunity to find some new ideas as the dislocation between business fundamentals and stock prices grow due to the short-term nature of these market movements. History shows that in the long run, these events don't have an influence on the equity markets. Superior businesses with significant competitive moats that are growing profitably through good and bad economies is really where we want to be investing in. Can you provide an example of a key contributor as well as a key detractor in Q4 2020 for the small cap core portfolio? Absolutely. The top five contributors for the quarter were First Hawaiian Bank, Teledyne, MCOR, CDW, and Mollison Company. Let's talk about MCOR, a relatively new purchase in the portfolio. MCOR engages in the provision of electrical and mechanical construction and facility services. The company chooses to only provide services that are delivered by a skilled tradesperson. Over its multi-decade history, the company has formed long-standing relationships with a broad, diversified customer base that trusts MCOR to handle mission-critical work. Despite seeing revenue decline due to the pandemic, the company grew its operating profit through gross profit improvement and overhead expense management. Year-over-year gross profit growth was achieved in spite of these sales declines through local management's discipline, execution, and improving project productivity. We view MCOR to continue to be competitively advantaged and able to advance the business in both good and difficult times and remain owners of the business. In terms of detractors from the portfolio in the quarter, there were Simpson Manufacturing, FactSet Research, Jack Henry, Atrion Corp, and Aspen Technology. Let's discuss FactSet. 
Factset Research Systems is a global provider of integrated financial information, analytical applications, and services for the investment and corporate communities. The company's solutions become incorporated in customers' workflow, making the services highly sticky within the unsolved base. Despite the company delivering organic growth in both sales and profits, the stock mildly underperformed due to the growth moderating from higher rates seen in previous quarters of 2020. We view the company's competitive position as robust and we remain owners of the business. With a continued accommodative low rate environment, both domestically and globally, can you talk us through what opportunities, challenges you are uncovering? Certainly. Obviously, when one thinks of the low interest rate environment, there is the tailwind that presents to companies that run on higher debt levels and their ability to secure less expensive capital to attempt to grow their businesses. That does create some short-term headwinds, as usually lower quality companies tend to use debt more frequently. However, this does not always enhance their overall competitive advantage and make them a superior business. It does put more leverage on their balance sheets and could be a large hindrance should we go through a time like we just did with COVID where the company's liquidity position could become impaired and therefore create capital constraints on the company going forward. This is why we focus on high quality, low capital intensive equities that can maneuver through all types of macroeconomic challenges. John, there's been a great deal of discussion around reversion to the mean of value leading growth. How does this factor into your investment process and what do you feel investors should be most focused on? Well, being a core manager allows us to play a little in both growth and value areas. Uh, Recall, though, that our version of of value and growth don't necessarily coincide with some traditional thoughts. We feel our approach to growth is more sustainable and consistent in nature rather than more about the magnitude. Our approach to value is not about broken or turnaround stories, but more about the nature of the industry the business is in. So yes, there will be times when the traditional growth and value areas excel and we may underperform during these times. But we believe that longer term, higher quality is what perseveres. We take a long-term approach that is less cyclical in our focus and more about the structural competitive advantages our businesses have. John, lastly, since April, markets have been exceptionally strong, leading to an environment of rising tide lifting all boats. The Russell 2000 and 2500 indexes have between 35 and 40% of the companies with negative earnings and in some cases significant leverage at the individual company level. When looking at the portfolio, what are some of the considerations moving into 2021 and beyond? And do these factors impact your investments? I think you brought up some key insights uh, into the market going forward. Uh, We have indeed gone through an incredible roller coaster where many businesses have struggled to survive and taken on significant amounts of debt to stay afloat. These are the same companies that got hit hard in Q1 of 2020, and many have surged back to levels not seen before. However, recall that the market is forward-looking, and it is anticipating that these businesses that are seeing higher stock prices should see a large corresponding rebound in their business. In many cases, they are on this recovery. However, if they do not come through, the market could take the stocks right back down. Again, this is why we focus on companies that we can sustain and persevere through these good times and in bad. So our mandate remains the same. Yes, this pandemic is creating new and interesting investment opportunities for us to explore, but we do so with our long-term focus, high-quality bias approach that we have always employed. 
John, as always, thank you very much for your insights that you provide our listeners. I'm looking forward to talking to you in future quarters. Canecast is the official podcast series of Kane Anderson Rutnick Investment Management. CAR. This material is provided as a matter of general information and is not intended to be relied upon as a forecast or research. The opinions expressed herein are those of the speakers and are not necessarily the opinions of CAR or its affiliates, are current as of the date and time of the recording, and are subject to change at any time due to changes in the market or economic conditions. The information and opinions contained in this material are derived from proprietary and non-proprietary sources deemed by CAR to be reliable and are not necessarily all-inclusive. CAR does not guarantee the accuracy or completeness of this information. This communication should not be construed as an offer or solicitation to purchase or sell any security. Individuals should consult with a qualified financial professional before making any investment decisions. Reliance upon information in this material is at the sole discretion of the listener. To the extent any performance is discussed, past performance is not indicative of future results.